we have been praying together to be more intentional about following Jesus Christ every single day. We have been praying to allow ourselves to be led, to open our hearts to the teaching of Jesus, realizing that his words have the power to truly transform our life, to give us new life in all of its wonderful forms in God's plan. By the gospel today, Jesus makes it clear that as his disciples, he even wants to share his cross with us. He wants us to bear our share, as St. Paul said, our share of the trials and hardships of establishing the kingdom of God here on earth. And if we are going to be these intimate friends of Jesus that even love him so much that we will even share his cross, our hearts have to be free. Our hearts have to truly love Jesus above all things, to love him first. And so he says, if anyone loves father or mother, son or daughter, and we could add to that husband or wife, classmate or friend, if anyone loves any of these more than me, he said, they are not worthy of me to be my disciple. The minute you and I hear these words from Jesus, we know that the Lord is inviting us to evaluate our hearts in terms of where our affections lie. Because of our fallen nature, because of the way that sin works, when it comes to other people, we have a tendency to either love them too much, more than God, or often to love them too little. And so Jesus invites us to a conversion of heart in this area because to follow Jesus will mean for us a right ordering of our loves regarding other people. And for this to happen, it will often mean a reordering of the way that we love other people that are close to us. When we experience Jesus like the apostles did, when we come to know Jesus by faith 
like Peter, when he said, you are the son of God, you are the savior of the world, we experience Jesus as the ultimate good of our life. The ultimate good and therefore one who ought to be loved above all things. This is why when Jesus was asked the question, what is the greatest commandment? How does he answer? He goes way back to the Old Testament and he pulls out that passage from Deuteronomy that says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and with anything else you got. <laughs> That's me paraphrasing. And it never says this about another person, only about God. And this is why in the Ten Commandments, the first three have to do with God. And it's only after those that we talk about love of neighbor with the, sec the last seven. Our happiness and eternal salvation depends on the right ordering of our loves. Here's two reasons why you and I need to love God above all things. First of all, when it comes to our affections toward other people, especially with our family, we experience, and sometimes painfully so, that they are not our ultimate good. They cannot give to you and I the love that we most deeply need in this God-sized hole that we have in our hearts. They cannot give us the deep inner healing that we sometimes need in our life. They cannot give us the amazing gift of salvation which we all need, and they cannot give us the greatest good of all, which is eternal life. And therefore, that's one reason why I ought to love God above every other person in my life, because God is the source. He is the ultimate good that I most deeply need on many levels. Secondly, and this is the one that becomes very concrete in our daily life, if you and I are going to love our spouses, our children, our siblings, our friends, our classmates in the way that they are worthy of being love, loved, in the way that God made them to be loved, you and I can only do that if we love them in and through God. If that love passes through God first. And here again, we learn this painfully many times throughout our life. 
When I was younger, I loved my, f- my friends more than I loved my family, my siblings and my parents. And the truth is, I loved them, my friends and my family, more than I loved God. It is no wonder then that I found myself so limited in my capacity to love. It's not that I did not want to love. It's just that by myself, I just did not have a great capacity to give the love that I wanted and for which the people in my life were made to be loved. I didn't have it. And because I wasn't dealing with the sin in my life, impatience, pride, laziness, envy, jealousy, and other things, that diminished my capacity even more. The way that God blessed my family is that each of us started to follow Jesus, to allow Jesus to redeem our hearts. And as we put Jesus and his Father first, we found ourselves able to give more love. Our human love was stronger and able to go further. That's the difference that Jesus makes. And this is why the most important relationship in our life is the one with Jesus, to be his disciple. Because if I have that relationship, I have so much more to give and to bring to my other relationships. If we're struggling at this level with our human relationships, look at this. If you want this to be better, and you and I do, look at this, because this will only be as strong as this. The stronger this is, our relationship with God, the better will these become. This is so, so important for us to remember in our year of discipleship with Jesus. And coming to Mass is one way that we put God first, making sure we pray every day, putting God first. Reading his words in the Bible is putting God first. And as we do that, God can give us way more than we have by ourselves. So, let us pray at this Mass for God to give us this gift of reordering our loves so that we can more and more love God above all things and by doing that to love one another as God made us to be loved, as we are worthy of being loved. Amen.